Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hoping everybody had a great week this week. Hard to believe it's already Friday. What a what a uh, what a, what a quick week it's been. And um, look, we got a lot to talk about. We can do it quickly. A um, couple macro topics that we'll talk about after the, uh, the review of the markets here. We're going to talk about another, maybe the clearest sign of all. Maybe maybe the, the one staring us right in the face, that uh, coronavirus was a pandemic. Uh, you know, the evidence, of course, is just mounted so ridiculously. that. Uh, but this is pretty interesting. It's something we've talked about in the past. Of course, with the uh, FDA today approving uh, the, uh, the vaccines for children, 5 to 11-year-old children, uh, boy, it's just a, a reminder that there is evil in the world. We're going to talk about that, how it ties in the pandemic. Also, we're going to talk about something that nobody else is talking about. That I don't, at least I don't hear them talking about. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore, but and I really don't read any mainstream media. Maybe they're talking about it, and I just don't know it. Uh, it's entirely possible. It ha- it's happening more and more now. But I, I stay pretty up to date on things on Twitter, so I'm not completely out of the loop on what's happening in our in our uh, mainstream live media. But um, the fact that we have a, a lame we have a lame duck president. Joe Biden is a lame duck president, and I don't know we've ever had one inside his first ten months in office. And I'm going to talk about the effect that's going to have on the markets as well, because it's a it's a big one, and not just for the markets, but for the economy as well. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the markets today. Dow Jones. By the way, this is back to back good smart money hour closes. That's what we wanted to see. It's what we believe we would see, and now we're seeing it. We're also seeing a pattern change. Uh, but anyway, smart money hour is good today. Dow Jones finishing up 89 points, all time uh, just 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 short of an all time high, 35,819. SP 500 was up by eight points, all time high closed there at 4,605. NASDAQ, all time high closed there at 50 points at 15,498. And finally, Rust 2000, was, we'll call it flat. It was down less than a point today. Again, Rust 2000, small caps, the only major broad market index yet to hit an all time high. Uh, we've been talking about the channel pattern here that it's been in now for seven months or so. And it's going to break out one way or the other. Uh, I think. Matter of fact, I, I would I would put I would put a lot of money on this. The 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 breakout that takes place up or down, the breakout that takes place in the Russell two thousand small caps IWM that's the ETF for the Russell two thousand. The breakout that takes place upper or higher or lower out of this channel, very well defined channel. It's been hit three to four times on both sides, upside downside over the last seven months. If it breaks out to the upside, it's a confirmation of a bull market. Because small caps are the economy. 70% plus all the revenues come from domestic revenues. It's a great way to track the economy. Um, and if it breaks the downside, then same thing. We think the market's going to reverse. I think it's that is that is that important, what happens to small caps. And by the way, we see overwhelming evidence that that breakout will be to the upside. We have significant positions in small caps here in the VRA. That's how we're positioned. And I think, by the way, not to dedicate this whole podcast to small cap stocks, but this is not only we've not only entered the best three month, seven month period for the market, certainly three months for, for everything but small caps, uh, but the best seven months for the broad market. And this window now that we're in from, from November to um, I think it's to February or March, that's the window that small caps significantly outperform. So it's the best period for the markets in general. But it's really the best time frame for small caps. So, again, we think the breakout of this channel in the small caps is going to be higher. 
And we think we're seeing that as, as being, uh, you know, uh, kind of early predicted by what's happening with the transports, which have had a great week. And then housing, of course, housing got below its 200-day moving average. You know, no one really talked about that. That was, uh, I'd, be, I'd be lying if I say it wasn't concerning because we have our two leading economic indicators in the VR investing system are transportation and housing. Actually, not in that order. Housing and then transportation. And um, you know, some folks would say transportation is more important, but the uh, house is the biggest investment that 99.999999% of all people are ever going to make. Housing leads the economy uh, in, in both directions. And so small caps, housing, transports, these are the three groups that, that we want to see continue to, to, uh, to, to move higher and really been underperformers. So uh, that's a key sign to look for in the economy if you, if you want to track it, kind of a macro basis. Um, also, again, we're getting into November now, fund flows. So, you know, this is one of the reasons this market uh, decline was always going to be limited. As overbought as we got into stochastics, we talked about it here. Um, but, you know, we got massive fund flows coming in here. This is going to be a record year, not just for individual investors to put money into the markets, but share buybacks, mergers and acquisitions. I mean, this is... It may feel like that we've been in a melt-up market for a while. I mean, the markets have done incredibly well. But, folks, we see this as just the beginning of this melt-up. Um, just the beginning. And we think there are a lot of signs for it. But this is going to be, when it's all said and done, based on our work and based really just on – sometimes it's more art than science. And the way I see this is uh, we have all the fundamental elements in place that point to a significant move higher inequities over the next several years, uh, led by earnings, led by liquidity, of course, and by the fact that the consumer confidence, excuse me, uh, consumer sentiment still remains, uh, even though it's gotten a little more bullish, still nowhere where it should be. People, people continue to have one foot out the door of this market. I can promise you this. If the markets were to, let's say the Dow Jones was to go down a thousand points next week, maybe it had a couple minus 500 point days or whatever and finished down about a thousand points. These sentiment surveys that have now gotten back to being bullish, they would flip right back on a dime because that's what's been happening. That's been the pattern. It's been a repeating pattern for this bull market. And so the point I'm trying to make here is when that stops happening, when the markets start declining, but sentiment, investor sentiment does not correspond with that and get more bearish, but it stays bullish. See, that's a sign that we'd be looking for to say, okay. You know what? People are too confident. People, people believe that stocks can't go lower now, but that's just not been the case so far. So for all these reasons, we continue to recommend buying dips. And we do think there's a pattern change that may be happening here because from March until really now, every time we'd hit extreme overbought and stochastic, that's the VRA investing system reading for heavily overbought, about the most overbought you can get on stochastic, which is our top short-term momentum oscillator we follow here in, the, in our system. Every time that's happened, the markets have sold off. We, we, it, it, it had a feel of that on Wednesday when the, when the Dow fell 280 or whatever it was. Uh, but again, bounced right back to yesterday and then today. Again, another strong smart money hour. You know, these, we're overbought. That, that hadn't changed. Matter of fact, we're just getting a little more of a bought. But that's a sign of a great bull market. Uh, they, they get overbought and they remain overbought with very limited pullbacks. We're in that window now, folks. I think I don't I, I don't like buying, you know, when things are this stretched. I really don't. But it feels like we don't have a choice here. This most market's going higher. Uh, Tyler had a great point today. You know, uh, Apple missed. Uh, Facebook had their bad news. 
this meta thing is just uh wow it's bizarre but um uh this uh, markets didn't even care markets didn't even care you know amazon same thing markets just don't care and that that's 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 what you follow that's the tell it's not the news that matters it's the market's reaction to that news um what else here Again, all-time highs, SP 500, NASDAQ today. Uh, let's take a look at the internals because, uh, again, they're fine today. They're just, they just have not been great. Uh, they're better. You know, we, again, that stretch of March to September was really an internal bear market. It was an internal correction. You can say it was an internal bear market, frankly, because the average stock dropped over 20%. Uh, but, you know, again, the broad market didn't because it was been held up by about 10 key stocks. But, again, that's another sign of a strong bull market, right? But internals have just not been amazing, but it just hasn't mattered. Uh, kind of the same thing today, really. You know, again, when you have the Dow up 90 and NASDAQ up 50, you think you'd see better readings, but we didn't. NYSE today uh, had uh, 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 was not quite 2 to 1 negative on volume, but not far from it. We'll call it 1.7 to 1 negative. NYSE advanced decline was negative, you know, again, not, not only by about 50 issues, really, but still negative. NASDAQ was uh, only barely positive advanced decline, and, but it did put up a pretty good, a pretty good volume beat, uh, one and a half to one uh, positive there for, for, for NASDAQ volume. And New 52-week highs lows came in really good today. We had about 340 stocks in New 52-week highs, just 120 hitting New 52-week lows. So it was definitely, it was, a, it was mixed of positives today for the internals, but again, the internals aren't telling us this market's ready to really soar. Not yet, but but we're making progress. So, it's, again, it's still very bullish. Uh, in our sector watch today, uh, you know, just, not, again, kind of a quiet Friday, to tell you the truth. Uh, so we had uh, seven sectors finished lower, four finished higher, uh, led the downside by real estate down 1.1%, and to the upside by healthcare up 1.1%. Again, kind of a quiet day there. All right, so the topics to talk about today. Uh, you probably saw the news. <clears throat> the FDA has approved the vaccines, as the Pfizer vaccine, for, for kids uh, aged 5 to 11-year-old. And it's, it's no surprise, I don't think, to anyone the FDA did this. We all expected this to happen. The surprise is that there are parents that are going to do this. To me, I mean, it just seems, uh, I don't know, I, I like to think I'm fairly well informed um, and that I've done my research on these things. And it just tells me we have a whole lot of parents that just don't do any of that. They trust the government um, and uh, they trust our planners. They trust the pandemic. They trust the permanent ruling class. And I think this is the same group of, by the way, it is the same group of people that would be completely fine if we switched to a communist system. We just know that's the case. We have a lot of people that just don't, don't uh, they don't care. They, they don't care about free market capitalism. They, maybe it hasn't worked for them. I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect. But they, they think, you know, let's have the government to provide for us and to, to be that safety net for us. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I, 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 I've given up on being rich. So maybe I, I, I can at least be provided for. There's a lot of people in the country that now feel that way. That's pretty clear. Um, but what's, what's more concerning about these vaccines uh, is that, uh, again, kids don't need them. You know, we've had less than 500 kids killed. Uh, that's with coronavirus over a couple of years. We've talked about this now a lot. Uh, a thousand kids drown every year. You know, they die from drowning. So we've had, uh, you know, what, four times more kids die from drowning than from uh, coronavirus. And that's with coronavirus. That's not from, that's with coronavirus. But the, I think the evidence, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, that points again to the fact that this was, without question, a pandemic 
We've talked in the past about all the reasons for it, the financial reasons. We had the, uh, the repo crisis that started happening at the end of 2019. Liquidity was being drained from the system at an alarming rate. That's not good. And uh, so, again, they needed to find a way to, 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 to fill, the, fill the system back up with money. Man, have they done that. It was now $34 trillion in global liquidity that's been added in less than two years. Uh, but so there are financial reasons for the pandemic. We know there are control reasons, you know, uh, 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 fascist reasons. They basically uh, uh, commandeered all of us under their, uh, basically really their pawns and their serfs. And of course, big business has soared and small businesses have been closed down. I talked to one of our subscribers uh, uh, just before uh, this podcast, really. And he's been with us about 10 years, great guy, really successful business owner in California. And um, he said, uh, you know, look, 25% of the business, he, he does a lot of work uh, with restaurants. So he said 25% of the businesses we work with, restaurants all over the country, have, have shuttered permanently. 25%. And I know from my talks with other people here in Texas uh, and, 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 and from talking to Wayne Root in, in Nevada, uh, and now Lane uh, from California, these small businesses aren't being replaced by other small businesses, by and large. They're being replaced by big brand name, big business, right? Again, that's part of the pandemic. But the point I want to make here about these uh, these FDA vaccines for kids, think just, just reverse the roles for a second. Let's say that Trump is still president. What would the left be? The left would be out of their minds insane over given their five to 11 year old kids, the Trump vaccine. Not, not all of them, but a lot of them. Because you remember, they, they all hated it, right? They're, uh, not, they, they were, uh, you know, uh, uh, my body, my choice, right? Uh, you, mother effer, you know, there's no way I'm giving my, I know, no way I'm taking these, these Trump vaccines. That was what they said. They'd like you to memory hold this and forget about it. That is what they were all saying on the left when Trump first did the uh, uh, Operation Warp Speed, right? There's no way they're going to take it. Now, of course, they want you to forget about that. So if Trump was still president and they and, and he wanted to give the Trump vaccine, I'm calling it that for effect, to 5 and 11-year-old kids, they'd be out of their mind. Uh, it, combine that with these job-killing vax mandates, right, where you're being forced to inject something in your body to keep your job. You just can't believe this is happening in America. The left would be burning cities to the ground over this. Burning cities to the ground, and mainstream media would be right in their corner, 100% behind them. Which, by the way, folks, again, the pandemic. That's why Biden had to win. Had to win. If Biden, if Biden hadn't won vaccine sales, we're talking big business, big pharma, right? All the Pfizer, but donors, Johnson Johnson, making their hundreds of billions of dollars so far off this. If Trump hadn't won, excuse me, if Trump had won, there's no way he would have been out there pounding the table and telling people you must get the vaccine or you'll lose your job. He would not be in support of vax mandates at all. So these uh, vax vaccine sales would be, I don't know what, 10 times smaller than they, they've been so far. Again, Big Pharma got Biden elected, helped to rig the thing. They, 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 they had to have the sales. They got them. Again, Biden had to win. Also, though, again, I remind people about this on the left and they really hate hearing this. Had Trump won. The various reports, which now they say, you know, they're not scientific or they're not, they're not, anybody can, can fill one out. It's all, that's of course not true. As a matter of fact, it's a crime to fill out a, a various report 
uh, incorrectly. Most of these are done by doctors, and they're not easy. You ever tried to do one? I haven't, but I know people that have. At minimum, 30 minutes. A couple, some of these take two hours to complete. Just pages and pages of documentation. The various reports, of course, are real. And if they, if Trump won, I can tell you straight up, the various reports would be featured every night on CNN, MSNBC, you name your favorite network, probably even Fox, or maybe especially even Fox. But the various reports would be the Bible of the pandemic, and the Trump vaccines would be blamed 24-7 on every network for every time there was an injury or a death. The same thing being reported in VAERS today, this would all be Trump's fault. They would be calling Trump Joseph Mengele, which, of course, was the angel of death from the from Nazi, uh, Nazi war days. He was the doctor that, that, that put so many people to death, did these horrible experiments on people, on kids, etc. They would be calling Trump Joseph Mengele. They'd be, it, they'd be synonymous. And everybody knows it. Again, another reason Biden had to win, because his vaccine sales would be in the toilet, probably would be canceled by this point uh, because of all the damage that they're doing to people. I don't know if you saw this news. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Okay. Now, I was, <laughs> I was uh, put in Twitter jail twice for saying what Bloomberg admitted today. Vaccinated people are just as likely as unvaccinated people to spread the Delta variant coronavirus to contacts in their household, a year-long study found. I was put in Twitter jail twice for that. I thought I was actually going to be kicked off. The, a lot of people were. How many thousands of people uh, were kicked? Alex Berenson kicked off uh, Twitter for saying this. And now Bloomberg is saying it. So, look, it's not a surprise, really. Uh, we've known for years that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, if they're censoring you, it's because you're a truth teller. And they can't have that. These companies, have, we're going to have to have these companies investigated and prosecuted. I don't know how the country uh, uh, moves on if we don't. Although, we do have a ray of, of sunshine there with, with Trump media, right? DWAC, Digital World. Uh, we've talked about it a lot here. As you probably know, we have a buy recommendation here on in the VRA. And um, I just don't know if another company's ever been like this. And it's just getting started. It's only been trading now for seven days. Its trading volume, by the way, on a daily basis is better than two to one that of, of Twitter already. Total amount of dollar amount number of shares traded every day. I find that very interesting. And um, I've made the analogy to Tesla before because, you know, uh, Tesla is a cult stock. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a full-on cult stock. You don't have uh, fans and shareholders of Tesla. These are zealots. These are people that really believe, for whatever reason, uh, the environmental part of it. Uh, they just think it's just really cool. They love Elon Musk. All these reasons, right? It's a cult stock. And it, that's why so many analysts have been so wrong about this. They didn't know that. They couldn't figure out because it was so different. That's, folks, that's what Trump media is. This is what Trump media is. I give it my highest recommendation. Tyler and I, I think Tyler and I is, I don't know if Tyler agrees with it quite as much as I do. Uh, but uh, frankly, I didn't ask him because this is something, you know, every now and then you know something in your core, right? This is, this is what I know about, about the Trump media. With all these divisions, five different divisions, right? Um, social media, that's Truth Social. That's his, his, his Twitter, uh, Facebook, a competition. Then you've got the digital advertising, going to be huge, all advertising under Trump media. Uh, it's going to be massive. They're, he's doing his own cloud services division, okay? Uh, and then, of course, they're doing streaming. You're going to have movies and Trump news, uh, which, by the way, Fox News should be very nervous. I think they'll lose half their audience when Trump media really starts going. So um, I think the stock is, is – there's no other company like it on the market. 
it's not a stock as much as it is an opportunity to beat communism. This is how people are talking about it. It's how I feel, but it's how a lot of people are talking about it. Not only is it the perfect meme stock, there is no better meme stock than Trump media, right? This is a company that, for the first time now, supporters of Trump, we'll call them patriots, right? Uh, believers in free market capitalism and democracy. For the first time, investors can partner with Trump. You could never do that before, right? Now you can do it, but it's not just about Trump. It's what Trump represents. So, um, I, look, if I'm wrong, I'll be wrong. But I'm, I, what I'm not going to do is make the same mistake I made with Tesla and uh, not recommend it uh, with my full-throated uh, endorsement and, uh, and passionate uh, belief system that I have here. Um, but uh, I, think, I, think, I think Trump Media is going to be a slam-dunk rock star of a company and that we'll look back here in a few years and see the stock. Of it. I think it'll be $1,000 a share, $1,000 a share in just a few years. This is going to be a fun, fun ride because it gives us an opportunity for payback, right? By the way, Twitter, I, I'm sure it's just a coincidence that Twitter's share price is down 34% in the last few months. And people go, well, wait a minute. I had somebody on Twitter go, wait a minute. You can't say that Trump media is the reason that, that, that Twitter's dropped 34% because Trump media is brand new. No, it's really not. Not if you're on the inside. Not if you knew that this is happening all along, right? Not if, like us, you got the confidential uh, internal documents uh, for the uh, for the for the for Trump media. You, everybody knew this on the inside knew it was coming. Trust me, the smart money investors knew what was happening here with Trump media, and uh, that is that is why Twitter's down thirty four percent. I believe it's just the beginning as well. Uh, what a, what a communist platform! Really anti American communist platform. Uh, it's remarkable that these companies are allowed to exist and do what they do to really good people. Closing down, who knows how many millions of accounts they've closed down because they're truth tellers, right? Uh, and finally, again, lame duck president. This is a big time advantage, I believe, we have, if you see it this way, uh, for the markets. Because the markets love, really, probably more than anything, the markets love the, the gridlock in D.C. They love it when you've got split rulership, right? You know, when you don't have all... Uh, everybody, uh, one party controls every branch of government. And uh, we have that right now, you know, uh, uh, but the market's still been going up. But I think the market knows what's about to happen here, which is going to be the midterms. You know, and, and, and even even right now, Biden's got all three, right? The presidency, Congress, and, and the, excuse me, the House and Senate, but he can't get shit done, right? Because he's got no juice. He, he, has, he, has, he, has, he has no coattails. And He's in his first 10 months. Have we ever had a president that was a lamed up president in their first 10 months? I would say no. Uh, but that's what Biden is, and the markets love it. Just remember that. And remember, the, the stock market's not the economy. If we can get a Republican landslide next year, which I, I, I believe is going to happen, uh, 40, 50, 60, maybe as many as eight seats lost in Congress by Democrats, then Biden truly can't do anything. He will be the executive order president like Obama was in the last four years and really got nothing done. Biden, Obama's damage was done besides on the world stage and uh, you know the fact that he hated America and he went on the apology tour. Obama's damage was really done with Obamacare, right? But again, that was a permanent ruling class. They wanted it. They got it, okay? Uh, we, we just have to hope that we have enough Republicans and, and hopefully some Democrats as well that will stand their ground like people like Joe Manchin, Kirsten Sinema, and, and not allow uh, Democrats to do what they want to do, which is rig the vote permanently from the federal level 
and of course pass all these massive uh, uh, communist programs. Green New Deal is really, really all about stifling competition, shutting up those on the right and giving the, the left, again, making them the permanent, permanent ruling class forever. That's the battle we have directly in front of us. But as far as the markets care, Biden's lame duck. That's a real positive, okay? Uh, let's talk about commodities and we'll wrap up for the day. Uh, gold today down $18 an ounce. It just can't, it gets above $1,800. can not stay there. $1,784 right now. Uh, I'm not going to go into the reasons why. I think I know the reason why they're not performing well. Uh, There's two reasons. Manipulation, that's always, that's been in, in, in place for a long time. Uh, but the other reason is that people think we have a playbook similar to the end of the financial crisis. And that was not a good playbook book for for gold and silver and the miners. And they're 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 using the same playbook. But again, at the end of the day, prices prices all that matters. So I, you can't ever say the markets have got it wrong. You just you look like an idiot saying that. Uh, that's not what I'm saying here. What I am saying though is I think the playbook is going to be different. I believe that gold, silver, and the miners are going to soar because we're not going to ha- we're not going to have less QE. The tapering is going to be quickly halted, and uh, rates will continue to go lower because we're going all we're going to do is have more QE, more financial uh, 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 stimulus as well. This is this is the world we live in now. This is the way. Uh, this is our financial engineering market, and uh, this is the the. Uh, you know, the masters of the universe, our financial masters of the universe, this is, they now own this. And they, they own it, and they know they'll break it if, if, if they don't keep this up. And they must keep it up. At some point, they're probably going to want to crash it. You know, remember, the Federal Reserve is responsible, responsible for every boom and bust cycle in this country's history, including crashes. All right? So if they wanted to crash it, obviously they could do it tomorrow. So far, we're not seeing the evidence that that's what they want to do. Um, copper today down six cents an ounce at four thirty-seven. I didn't say silver. Silver twenty-three ninety-five down sixteen cents an ounce. Uh, again, silver is such a great story here. Uh, oil today, uh, boy, you know it gets extreme overbought. Has a few days where it, where it uh, it calms itself. Is this oil wants to go a lot higher? A uh, fifty-five cents a barrel today at eighty-three thirty-six. And finally, Bitcoin up nine seventy-one at sixty-two thousand three hundred and sixty-seven. Folks, as always, we appreciate you joining us here. Hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here again Monday after the close.